Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, gang. I'm Phil, and we are back with Out of Bounds, round three. And I'm here with Kyle. Kyle, what's going on? Hey, buddy. How we doing? Uh, it's, it's good to be back. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, man. We are talking the NFC North today. We're going to go team by team, in-depth breakdown. How you feeling? What do you, what do you like about this division? Um, I, I don't like a whole lot, honestly. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it should be pretty, pretty shit division this year. Um, I mean, the only saving grace they have is, is, is Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah, I think so. But, uh, actually, man, I'm kind of bullish on two teams. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, one of them's not the Bears. So, oh, okay. Cause, yeah. cause for a second, I was, I was like, oh, my God. Yikes. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, today was a pretty big day for you, though. You got a, you got a little one turning one over there, huh? Yes, one years old for my uh, my current baby. Um, one years old, so it's it was a it was a big one. Uh, we had a little bit of cake, had a little bit of fun today. So it was it was a big day in the old in the old household. Must have had a lot of cake because you are on the live stream here and you don't have a shirt on. So yeah, it wouldn't fit after all the cake. So. Figured as such. Yeah. As such. But uh, yeah, man. So in the NFC North, DraftKings has the odds posted to win the division and. Uh, the Green Bay Packers are the favorite at minus 165. Uh, second is the Vikings. They are plus 300. The Detroit Lions are 10 to 1. And the Chicago Bears, 14 to 1. So uh, I guess we should probably just start with who everybody thinks is going to be the best division in football or the best team in the division, I should say. And that's the Green Bay Packers. Tell me about them. Yeah, I mean, realistically – as long as Aaron Rodgers is healthy, you have a chance. And as long as Aaron Rodgers is healthy, this div- this this team's the best one in the division. Uh, they have a a very good coach, and their roster is sneaky good. Um, it's weird because offensively, I mean, Aaron Rodgers makes everything tick, but they spend a lot of draft uh, capital in the defensive side of the ball. They have, they always have. I mean, there's in like the last 13 years or something like that, uh, there's been one offensive player taken in the first round, and um, that was Jordan Love. <laughs> so <laughs> Rodgers isn't <laughs> Rogers isn't getting a lot of help from first round picks. Um, so he's he's kind of made a living off of uh, kind of molding some guys in. I mean, you think about some of the guys he's had. <clears throat> you you know you got Jordy Nelson, you've got you know, Devontae Adams. Um, I mean, the the list goes on and on of of guys that they've found late, guys that that he's helped mold into into you know really good players, and I mean that's the that's the that's the cog right that that's the yeah that's everything yeah I mean um the the Packers I, I there's that thing that they haven't taken a, a wide receiver in the first round in 20 years or something and yeah. you know you'd think that Aaron Rodgers' window is closing he is getting older uh, and they went out there and they spent two first round picks on the defensive side of the ball. They got Quay Walker from Georgia linebacker and Devontae Wyatt 
also from Georgia, defensive tackle. So, um, I mean, the defensive side of the ball, you, you don't have much better of a draft than that. Those, those are two studs from Georgia, national champs. Um, but they didn't do a lot to help the offensive side of the ball. So, um, no. they, they also lost Devontae Adams. So, yeah. where, where does the production come from? Well, I mean, the production comes from where it's always come from, right? It's Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have, you know, arguably the best thrower of the football to ever grace the sport, you can afford to not put as much stock into that offense. You can afford to allow him to kind of move the ball around, to mold receivers into into better players, into, you know, especially with, with decent coaching there, which which they do have now in, in, in LaFleur. It's, it's you know, I don't think McCarthy was ever that great of a coach. But I, I think I think this young guy, you, it's a, it's a different scheme. It's a it's a better, uh, younger type of of offense that has a little bit more juice to it. Uh, it's it's a little more fun, and you know, when you are looking at the Packers on the offensive side of the football, you know, you look at a couple spots and you have Aaron Rodgers, who's been a constant. You know, Adams has been there a while, but he always seems to find the next guy, you know what I mean? I mean, it's not that long ago that we were looking at, you know, Greg Jennings and we were looking at Jordy Nelson and we were looking at some of these guys, you know, now, you know, in a year or two, we might be going, wow, you know, they made out on that Devontae Adams, you know, trade. Now they're now look, they found the next Devontae Adams, you know, having a guy like Aaron Rodgers who can put the ball wherever he wants allows you to kind of neglect you know, so to say, as, as, as the best term I could think of, neglect that side of the ball, you know, early on. And it allows you to put a lot of pieces into that defense, which they have. Um, the two guys that they drafted in the first round are awesome. I mean, they're they're exactly what they needed. The board fell perfectly for them, which is exactly what their needs is exactly what popped up. And, you know, offensively, I know a lot of people were, you know, there was, there was pre-draft rankings and, and pre-draft, predictions of them taking two first round wide receivers nobody thought that was going to happen maybe one but no Packers stayed the course did exactly what they always do they sat back and they said you know what Aaron Rodgers you're Aaron Rodgers go be Aaron Rodgers bring everybody else along and on top of that you got a pretty decent running back out there as well yeah yeah they have actually two of them um but I I see that uh, the Packers in the second round, they took a guy out of North Dakota State, Christian Watson, Love uh, as a as a wideout. Yeah, and I, I think what will really help him is he he was at North Dakota State, so that was green and yellow. So I think he'll have familiarity with uh, the team colors at the very least. So uh, that that might aid his <laughs> his learning curve. I, I don't know. What do you think about that guy? Yeah, I mean the guys um the the guy's pretty good, right? Right. I mean he's. He's a he's a, a pretty big body wide receiver, right? Uh yeah. I mean, I'm watching film of him right now, and he he sure knows how to dance when he gets in the end zone too. So yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, the the guy is. Uh, I'm trying to get his exact height here. Um, I want to say it, he's like six four. Six four two ten. Yep, there he yep there he is six four six four two ten. Um, four three one forty. Burner. So yeah, the guy can move a little bit. He's very quick. Um. He can he can jump pretty high. He scored you know decently on the Wonderlick, which I know doesn't mean as much when you're a wide receiver, but um, you know did, yeah just go this, football. Yeah, th- this guy um, 
decent college career. His 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 2021 season um, played 12 games, 43 receptions, 801 yards, 18 18 and a half of, of a strike. That's pretty um, good. Yeah, seven touchdowns, and he also had 15 rushing attempts for 114 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, it it allows you gadget plays are are taking over the NFL now. You have all these wide receivers that have opened up. I mean, Tyreek Hill blew the doors open off off all of these type of, of guys. I mean, you got Debo Samuel, you've, you've got Tyreek still, you've got guys, you know, like uh, you know, out in Dallas, uh, CD, you know, you've got guys who, you know, they they get these end arounds, they get these different plays in, and they can take them to the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy is is no different, and it's six four, two ten. Running a friggin' four three, this guy's a fucking flamethrower on the field. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I was gonna say maybe he's a, a decent addition here to help out this uh, this this wide receivers core that's down to you know Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, and then uh, they also signed Sammy Watkins in the off season. So uh, maybe he can provide a little help there. And I think he will. You know what I mean? He's he's a when he's healthy. I mean, Sammy's biggest thing throughout his career has been health, right? I mean, he's he seems to always be on the injured list. Yeah. So if you gives you a good week one, yeah, a great week one. He's 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 you know fantasy wise, you you draft him in the in the ninth round. He's he scores twenty eight points for you week one. You sell him for his freaking magic beans. So I mean, the the guy, if he can stay healthy, is a very good number two. So if this kid can come in and, and be a number one, which he's got the measurables and he's got a very good coach and he's got, you know, one of the best quarterbacks ever who's going to be throwing to him. So if you can, if he can come in and be a decent number one, especially as the season rolls on, um, it, it can put them in a really good spot, you know, as, as long as they're going behind that, that studly defense. Yeah. Yeah. So um, in the off season, it looks like they re-signed uh, Campbell, uh, Preston Smith is a linebacker. He's a stud. They got some uh, some Eagles leftovers in Razul Douglas, but he kind of turned into an all-pro there in, in Green Bay. And then they they also signed uh, Alizé Mack, one of our, our Golden Domers at tight end. Is. To, yeah, to replace Mark, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. They also lost Zadarius Smith, which is, which is a big one. Um, it hurts. That defense, yeah, that defense got better though, don't you think? Yeah, as as a whole, it it certainly got better. Um, locking up um, Razul is is pretty big time for them. Uh, the guy really came out of nowhere. Had a great season. Is it sustainable? I don't know. I don't know if it's sustainable or not. I mean, I I watched him in in Midnight Green for a few years, and I personally always wanted him to move the safety. Um, the guy has good ball skills. And he has, you know, good coverage eyes. He can read the quarterback. He can do a lot of things. His issue has always been from, you know, everything that I've seen is speed. You know, he gets burnt. And that's been one of the, his biggest issues is, is getting burnt. But, you know, they they figured it out a little bit this year. You know what I mean? That's the difference between a good defensive-minded coach, somebody who's able to, you know, kind of teach the cornerbacks how to play, how to move, and – you know, what, what Philly had, which was just, Hey, go put them on an Island and, and let's try and score more points on them. Uh, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. So, uh, you know, green Bay, they're coming in this year with the 22nd ranked strength of schedule. Um, so they get a, they get a pretty weak, you know, schedule to feast on. And then uh, DraftKings has the, the over under set at 11 wins for this year. Do you have any, 
Any play on that? Any lean? I mean, if if I'm leaning, I, I'm going to lean over. Sure. Because I I think that they're going to win five out of six of their of their, you know, just their division games alone. Um, I think they probably drop one to the Vikings. Maybe drop a second one to the to the Lions. Um, the Lions seem to always kind of play them tough. It's just that that you know, interdivisional rivalry that these teams have. And uh, you know, I I think that they're going to win. You know, four or five of their of their games alone. I know it's 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 you know a little bit above average of a schedule, but you got a great defense there, really good coach, and as long as Aaron Rodgers is healthy. You're you're a really good team, so I mean, I'm gonna lean the over there, um, but I'm gonna sprinkle just a little bit. I don't think I'm gonna go too heavy. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm, I I think uh, I think you're right. I'm I'm leaning towards the over. I they get two free wins at the Bears. Uh, they should um, probably sweep the Lions if not split. They'll probably split with the Vikes and then everything else. I think they can handle. Um, I mean, the 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 one play I think I was on with with the Packers was Aaron Jones. You know his over on the rushing receiving yards uh prop um but that's that's about all i have for the packers is there yeah, anything yeah, else you, you want to talk them. about i mean you know i i i have everything pulled up for the team rankings i mean last year i mean we're i'm not sure if we're expecting their offense to go down a lot because it's still Aaron Rodgers. sure but just for you know argument's sake they were you know the number three ranked offense in football last year so even if you if you take a you know a mighty drop down right, and let's go let's say you're in the tenth you're the tenth rank that's still good enough, you know what I mean that's that's still good enough to get it done. Now defensively, you know I know that we talked about it they were middle of the pack you know what I mean they're they're about you know twelve thirteen, and we believe that they got better. I mean losing Zadarius Smith is tough, but they certainly brought in some really good players. Um, they were able to sign some guys, keep some guys, and I think they're going to come back better. You know, it, it's always it's always nice to have another year in the scheme, and yeah, when you can I- bring back that many guys, it helps. So I expect that number to jump up a lot. So I'm I'm expecting team ranking wise, um, both top ten finishes for the pack this year. Yeah, I mean, you still have uh, Jair Alexander back there. Kenny Clark's coming back. Jaron Reed. I mean, this is this is a pretty good team on, on yeah. the defensive side of the ball. So. Um, we're, we're, we're seeing that the, the defense may be catching up to the offense here, and that is a scary thought. Uh, yes. So uh, let's – should we move on? I, I think so. I, I think right. so. I, you know, we can, we can move right along uh, – right on down to, to Skull. 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 For Saxy yes. Maxi. Play yes. the horn on the first yeah. downs. For, for my boy. For, for the Saxy. That and, is – and I'll tell you what, if there's a team in the NFL that I could just see Saxy Maxi being a fan of, and you're telling me that it's not the New Orleans Saints, then it's 100 percent the Vikings, right? I mean, I mean, you got the purple, you got the 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 skull, the the fucking Minnesota attitude. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, and, and Vikings, yeah, Vikings uh, generally they they had long hair, which. Yep. Maxie has just flowing locks. Beautiful hair. Just awesome. Awesome. Like Troy Palomalo, the, the guy. Oh, yeah. Head and shoulders. Yeah, they'll they'll build erect statues to Maxie someday in Minnesota. But, yeah, yeah. I, the, the Vikings, man, they're, they're breaking in a whole 
whole new system. We got a new GM in in Minnesota. We've got a new head coach, Kevin O'Connell. Uh, he was the offensive coordinator in uh, St. Louis last year. Not St. Louis, uh, <laughs> Los Angeles, the Rams. Yes. Yeah, yeah so, man, you love you I, love giving names from teams from eighteen years ago. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I'm stuck in my ways. I'm stuck in my ways. But yeah, the the Rams. We'll just stick with that. And um, yeah, so we're expecting the offense to to look a whole lot different um, than than under Mike Zimmer. Um, the the maybe a more efficient pass game. I mean, uh, we saw Cooper Cup last year having a historic season under O'Connell, and just imagine what he can do with Jordan Jefferson. I mean. That is a scary thought, and yeah. uh, Adam Thielen out there. I mean, t- tell me about these these Vikes. What what do we expect? So, my biggest issue, and I know you're a little bit higher on the Vikings than I am, um, but realistically, my biggest issue with the Vikings one was coaching, and number two is, listen, you win in this league with a quarterback, and when you have a run of the mill quarterback, which I believe Kirk Cousins is. You're a run-of-the-mill team, and that's kind of where they've been stuck. They've been stuck in that rut. I mean, listen, Justin Jefferson coming in, you know, dropping to them, you know, thanks to the blunder that the Philadelphia Eagles made by taking Jalen Rager ahead of him. You know, that's somebody who fell into your lap, and this is a guy who, you know, to say the least, does not lack confidence. I mean, he just said, you know, just the last couple days that Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in football. And he will be very shortly. So, I mean, the guy believes he's he's the best. He certainly put up the numbers. He's looked fantastic. He looked every bit as good, if not better, than he did at LSU. Feeling, you wonder if he's got enough in the tank left. Um, he is getting he's, older. He's, he seemed to have lost a bit of a step, too. Um, I, he's a very good route runner, but... He doesn't have to be the number one anymore, which is which is really nice. Um, Dalvin, how can you not love what you see on tape from Dalvin Cook? The issue is health, of course. He's a running back. He's had a lot of wear on him. But if Dalvin's healthy, I mean, that's a top five running back in the league. So he's a true three-down back, not to mention, you know, uh, Alex Madison behind him is is really good too. He's a really good spell back. He can really do some stuff. Um, they've got a decent offensive line. Their 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 defense is pretty good. I mean, you got Daniel Hunter out there, uh, Kendricks, and 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 you got Jordan Hicks. You got Zadarius Smith out there on the defensive line this year. Um, Patrick Peterson came in, uh, possibly one of the best Golden Domers, especially safety wise, to ever come out. Mister Harrison Smith. Still playing, he's like 47 years old, but still Love top double three safety. Deuce. Yeah, I mean, and then you know, Luisina is 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 pretty pretty good too. He's he's a really good safety back there too. I mean, this is a team that has, um, you know, flown kind of by their defense over the last few years, and it was you know, offense. Let's let's get over that hump. Let's get over that hump. This team, it, it's all going to come down to Kirk Cousins. I mean, anytime, anytime you're you're playing with this team, I'll tell you what I love. When I when I when I'm betting the Vikings, if I can get a one o'clock Sunday game, I'm taking it every single time. I don't care what the spread is, I'm taking the Vikings because they're going to cover. If it's a a Thursday, Monday, or or a Sunday night game, and and we're prime time, I fade Kirk Cousins 
unbelievably hard. The guy does not show up in big games, and that's been their Achilles heel. So, I mean, I know that you're high on him. I, I want to hear exactly what it is that you love. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the the additions, like you said, is it Arius Smith, uh, Jordan Hicks. I mean, they did lose Anthony Barr, which was one of my favorite Madden players of all time. Oh, um, yes. But, you know, they're bringing back Harrison Smith. That's, I mean, he is a staple of this this defense. Um, I like I like O'Connell. I, I think that that the change in Minnesota is is going to be a good one. And I think it'll benefit Kirk more than anybody, um, you know, on the on the Vikings, because, you know, historically Zimmer, they ran a lot of just, you know, unexotic personnel um, and O'Connell um, under his scheme. There'll be more receivers in the route tree. There'll be more options. Uh, you know, we can kind of look back and and see that, you know, Gurley was was more of a, a pass catcher in uh, Los Angeles. So Dalvin, we, we haven't seen much of that yet in his career, but maybe, you know, the screen pass game will be there. Maybe that'll open play action. And Kirk is good under play action. Um, and yeah. I just think having more options and, uh, you know, a Justin Jefferson that's going to, you know, be poised to break out. You know, I, I think if – if O'Connell is is up late, you know, um, drawing up plays, you know, in his notebook in bed, you know, he's got to be really excited to be drawing them up for a guy like Justin Jefferson, don't you think? Yeah, I would think so. And and you know, to speak to your point about you know this this coaching and the and the change in scheme, um, if there's one thing about Kirk Cousins is he's really smart. Yeah, um, that's yep. that's never been anything that's that's been denied or or looked down upon. He's a very very intelligent guy, very intelligent quarterback, and if if there's one person that you want to pick up on the game plan as soon as possible, it's your quarterback. So um, I I think that he's going to be able to pick it up quick. So if it's as good as you say it is, and and it really opens up that much, then it's going to be pretty big for him because it's I mean. If it, it's a whole new scheme, so they they have the players in place. So, like I said, the Achilles heel has been Kirk. So, I mean, I think you know with his intelligence level, I think you're dead on the balls there. Yeah, I mean, I I look for them to to certainly take a step forward. I you know I'm I'm not ready to say that they're a a Super Bowl contender or anything, but I I do think that you know we're going to see them improve, and I think you know maybe instead of um you know, in the, the, the pep talk in the beginning of the, the game that, all right, we got to hold them to 14, you know, maybe let's go score 30. Let's go outscore somebody. So, yeah. I, you know, they have enough weapons. Maybe Thielen's good. Maybe he's not. Um, who knows? But I, I think with Cook and, and Cousins and Jefferson, you know, and the additions on the defensive side of the ball, I think that the Vikings are poised to take a step forward. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, and and looking at you know the team rankings for for last year, um, Vikings. I mean, it's it's crazy to say, but they were they were above average. You know what I sure. mean? They're they're top they're top twelve. So um, I have them tied for twelfth in the rankings here. They scored you know four hundred twenty five points. They they put up a good amount of passing yards. They put up you know a decent amount of rushing yards. They're pretty well balanced. Um, you know they like you said they're bringing in a new a new coach, which is helpful. Um, and especially if he can, if he can move that around a little bit, um, you know, their, their biggest thing here, let me see where they are. Um, uh, so, so last year they had some issues, um, defensively. I mean, last year, I know they had some injuries, but last year 
I mean, they were 12th in points, but, you know, they were 24th ranking-wise in defense. Mm. So that was the biggest – that was their biggest Achilles heel last year, I mean, with some injuries and things like that. So um, yeah. I think, so, you know, with, with, with those additions, they, they could get much better. Yeah, and I'm seeing uh, to make the playoffs, they are minus 110 both sides, yes and no. And then their season win total is set at nine. So um, that's minus 115 to the over, minus 105 on the under. Do you, do you have a lean there? No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think I'm leaning anywhere with this team. This team, to me, can be a crapshoot. They could be uh, a, a team that's that's you know a, a field goal away from from an NFC Championship game, and they can be a team that you know I maybe 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 what we're expecting with the coach and 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 everybody kind of getting in line quickly doesn't happen. And you know, w- do we have their strength of schedule here? It is twentieth. Okay, so they don't they don't have a real easy schedule. So, but it's it, certainly it's not murderers row. No, it's not murderers row, but it's average. And if you're if you start out slow, then it could be it could be a, a you know a, a kiss of death before you even get to an important part of the season. So, I'm not leaning anywhere with this. I'm going to stay off it. Um, Maybe as it as the season goes, I'll I'll toss a few bets in, but I want to see the product a little bit first. Yeah, I mean they're going to be tested right away um, with Green Bay coming to Minnesota week one, and then they travel to Philadelphia week two, and then they'll see the Lions at home week three. So um, they got what seems to be two tough ones right out of the gate here, and who knows what the Lions are going to be? But we'll we'll talk about them next. Yeah, but even so, I mean you you you. You got another division game right there, right you know away. I mean? Yep. Yeah, you're. I mean, you're sandwiched into, you know, you're sandwiching a, a a difficult team in the Eagles. The Eagles are going to be a tough out this year. Um, you know, no matter what anybody thinks, they're going to be a tough out. They have a they have a good team. So, you know, by moving around and 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 getting the Eagles in there, it doesn't allow you to really prepare for the Lions. That's not a layup game this early in the season, especially if you have Green Bay and, and the Eagles one and two. So, I mean, this team could really, really easily start out 0-3 and, and still be a good team. But, you know, anytime you're starting out 0-3, it's, you know, that that's where their futures get a little tough. So, yeah, I, you know. That is a long road to hoe. But I'm here mm-hmm. for it, man. It's called gambling for a reason. So I uh, I'm going to stay off the win total just in case they do start out 0-3. I can probably double back and get a better number there, but I am going to take the to make the playoffs. Yes, at minus one ten, I am going to play that. Okay, one. yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that's bad. I mean, with the with the wild cards and stuff now, I mean, I you can absolutely get in. I, I, sure, it wouldn't surprise me. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. 
Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So let's talk about the Detroit Rock City Lions. Oh, my goodness. Yes, sir. Now, spoiler alert, this is the other team that I'm bullish on in the uh, in this division here. The Lions, they have the 28th ranked strength of schedule. So they are playing just nobody, you know, comparatively. And um, um, I don't know, man. I, I like them. So t- tell me about what your thoughts are first. Well, they they made a lot of moves, right? They did. I mean, if there was a team that you were hoping was going to get better, it was the Lions, right? And they certainly made good moves. They last year, I mean, there's a few players on this team that I absolutely adore. Um, I really, really, really like DeAndre Swift this year. Um, I don't know anybody who can't um, or why you wouldn't, but this kid showed out towards the end of the year last year. Um, I think he's a really good running back. The offensive line has been um has been boosted up a little bit too yeah i think this is one of the best offensive lines in football i would even go that far yeah i mean listen it's it i mean offensive lines can be tricky with with how well they mesh i mean the team's got a mesh right so it might be a little bit before they they mesh hopefully you know they can they can get there quick because this could be a really fun team to watch i mean you other than jared goff which I know a lot of people don't like, but listen, he was the number one overall pick. I think he got a, I think he got a bad, a bad rap in in L.A., and I don't think he's as bad as people let on. But he's certainly not Joe Burrow. He's certainly not, you know, Herbert, and he's certainly not, you know, Patrick Mahomes. He's not those guys. He's a lesser armed quarterback who's very intelligent and is pretty accurate. So hopefully. You know he can he can really make this team go because he's got a really good offensive line on paper. I love his weapons. Sure, right? yeah. I what's mean, not to like there? Yeah, I mean, listen if if you're if if you're a quarterback and you go out there, I love Amon Ross St. Brown, and mm-hmm. we talked about that when we when we did some futures. Um, I think he was like eight fifty or eight twenty five or something like that yards uh, for the season. I love him. He's a Swiss Army knife. He does everything. He always seems to be open. And last year he was the only wide receiver out there that was worth a damn, and he was still always open. But this year they added in, you know, DJ Chark, which was, I mean, that's a big bodied wide receiver that, yeah. that I was hoping went to the Eagles. And I'm sure he'll enjoy playing anywhere else than under Urban Rare. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people uh, who who wanted out from that system. Yeah, Detroit is not normally an upgrade, but in this case, it it is for 100%. sure. Hundred yeah. percent. He some somehow he you know went to bed in shit and woke up in slightly less smelly shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, not a lot of water in Detroit to to wash that off, but no, uh, still better than Jacksonville. Yeah. I mean, hopefully somebody lets him know to stay away from Flint. Sure, but, sure. But 
you know, and then they went out and um, this was a really, really ballsy move in my opinion in the draft, but they took Jamison Williams. I mean, this kid's really, really good, healthy. Yeah. I mean, he had a nasty injury. Yeah. But Alabama, man, they churn out pro ready studs. Yep, wide receivers. This is yep. what the fuck. That's the fucking word that you're that you're looking that's, for. I was searching Studs. for it. Stud, I think. Studs. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, they, I mean, you know, this offensive line um, is good. I mean, Taylor Decker. They got, uh, you know, Vitai from the Birds. I mean, he didn't let up a, a single sack last year. I don't think. Um, yeah, him uh, moving him moving in from tackle to guard was was really really smart on, on Detroit's you know, ideals. And, and it was really, really big for him, especially, I mean, it helps playing next to Penny soul, but you yeah, know, I mean, that guy, he's, he's a borderline <laughs> all pro as well. And yeah, probably will become one this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So listen, Jared golf last year after Anthony Lynn was fired, he was three, two and one. I mean, so not great, but not terrible. He had 11 touchdowns, two picks. His passer rating was over a hundred in those last six games. Yep. So, yep. you know, Maybe, maybe they pick up right where they left off, and this is a, a competent offense. I mean, Jared Goff, he's what? It, it, it's his seventh year, so yeah, you know, I think he's he's put in his time, and you know, he's maybe, a he's a true veteran at this point. Yeah, and so you you mentioned DeAndre Swift, um, you know, our old boy Deuce Staley's the the running back coach over there, and he I was know. trying to what what I heard this off season is he was trying to teach Swift the difference between being hurt, like having pain and being injured, like can't play. So maybe we'll see Swift play through a little bit more, you know, when, when he stubs his toe, it, it, he won't miss five weeks like he did last yeah. year. So Yeah, which which will be huge because, I mean, with that guy, you know, as, you, as your anchor in the backfield, I mean, they're, you're a much better team. Um, I really, I do like Jamal Williams, but, I mean, sure. there's, a, but, there's, a, there's a heavy difference between those guys. He's a backup running back in the NFL. Yes, 100%. Yeah. And, so, and Swift can be. A, a true three down back if, if he can stay healthy yeah i mean he's he's fun to watch he he was uh you know he was good when he was available um yeah but that's that's some of the best ability in the nfl is availability so i i really hope because uh, i would like to see the lions turn the corner here and and um you know make a run at this thing and like you said they, they've really improved their wideouts you know last year was quintez cephas and you know and amon ross st brown so yeah, so I mean, you get Josh Reynolds back from injury, Jamison Williams, DJ Chark. I mean, this is this is going to be a fun team, and they are catching some steam, you know, in the in the fantasy uh, in the fantasy world as a, a bit of a play on team. So I am interested to see how it how it turns out. Um, trying to pull up their win total here as we talk. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, and listen, this this team especially offensively. I know we haven't really dug into the defensive side of the football yet, but offensively, this is, this team's it, it's, it's scarily reminiscent of the Vikings, right? I mean, this team's going to go off of what golf can, can provide. And, you know, another thing is, is Kirk Cousins is going to have jobs no matter what, if he doesn't have a great year, he's going to sign somewhere and he's going to play and, and he'll make money. That's what Kirk Cousins does. Mm-hmm. Because he shows you just enough. And a guy like golf, I mean, he might be on his last opportunity. You know what I mean? I mean, if, if he doesn't show out this year and he doesn't show that he can be a quality starter in the NFL, I mean, he's he's not going to get a starting job 
It's it's just that simple. They're gonna the Lions will be looking to draft the next quarterback possible or or I mean they have money. I mean they they could look to to trade for somebody. They have assets, they have different things. So I mean the, this this might be the last opportunity that golf has to really make it. Yeah, he he may just you know, if he has a good year, he should be really thankful that this year's quarterback draft sucked because next yes. year is much, much better. So he may have only have a job simply by virtue that there was nobody worth, you know, taking in the first round. So, yeah, um, you know, I hope it works out. The, the win total is six and a half, uh, juiced a little bit to the over, minus 115 to the over, minus 105 on the under. Um, I would lean the, the over here just, just based off all the additions and improvements they've made. Do you have any lean? So the biggest thing, I, personally, I don't, I'm not as down on Jared Goff as a lot of people believe, you know, um, I, I think that he's going to be pretty decent and I really like this offense. Their issue is going to be defensively. How well can they stand up? I mean, I, I know we all like Akuda, um, you know, in that secondary, but everybody else is, is, you know, a, a mid middle tier guy. Um, is there anybody I else would like, I would like really to interject. Out? Sure. Alex Anzalone, psychopath, middle linebacker. That's one of your favorite NFL players. I haven't got to him. I was saying in the secondary. Ouch, the I secondary, jumped the gun. I jumped did, the gun. Just, listen, I was getting ready to him because another guy that I absolutely love is, uh, is Julian Aquara, who, um, another domer that, I think is going to be really big on this team. They actually have both brothers Aguara. I I know I saw Romeo's uh, is is down on that on that DN spot too, and I think that they're going to be on the same side of the football. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So could could you see like a a a field view down from the defensive side, and it two Aguara brothers right next to each other? I mean, there's there's brothers in the NFL, but I mean. They're all, I mean, you think about it. They all play the same fucking positions. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? The Bosa is... brothers play the same fucking position. They're all on different teams. You know, the Watts all play fucking all over the place. I mean, they're 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 good. The Gronkowskis are fucking everywhere. I don't know. There's like 17 of them in the league. But I mean, this this is two guys on the same team who are who are starters. Yeah, so, it's pretty dope. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's really cool. Um, I know Romeo's a little bit older. He hasn't had the greatest career for a you know a player in the NFL, but you know I think with the linebacker situation, I do like their linebackers. I love Anzalone. Fucking hair going all over the place. The guy's a fucking mall. You know who he reminds me of? Tell me if you ever watched UFC and you were a big fan, especially a few years ago, Clay the Carpenter Guida. It's a good name. A good nickname there. Yeah. So if you if you know anything about UFC, you know you and you know if you've been watching for a little bit, you know who Clay is because he's a fucking psycho, and he was my favorite fighter, and he was just I mean the guy's an animal, and if you don't go ahead and look him up, Clay Guida, G U I D A, um, the guy was just all over the place. That's who this reminds me of on the football field, and I love. Anzalone. Um, oh yeah, look at that. Yeah, psychopath. You're looking at him now. Yeah, I am. awesome dude. Awesome dude. He's got one of the first pictures you bring up. He's got blood everywhere. 
and I he's see like that. smiling. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. a psycho. That's um, Alex Anzalone there. That, that listen, it's him on a football field. Um, the guy, the guy is not a first round talent. He's not the fastest linebacker out there. He's not the biggest. He doesn't have you know the instincts of of a of a you know a freaking Ray Lewis or or instincts of a Bobby Wagner. But man, does he play hard every single play. And if you are a defensive coach and you are a guy who's looking at the middle linebacker, if you're a teammate of that guy, if there's one person that you want to see playing hard every single play all the way to through the whistle, it's your middle linebacker. It's your quarterback of the defense. So I I think Anzalone is a really big pickup for them. Um, I think one of their biggest issues, because, I mean, you got Brockers and, and Aiden Hutchinson out there. They're, they're de- decent players. Um, what do we but, know, know about it? I feel like he's a bust already, and he hasn't even taken a snap. I'm not high on this guy at all. He was getting pushed around in the bowl game. Like, he made zero difference. And he, you know, he's top pick in the NFL draft. I don't get it. You know, maybe I'm going to, you know, be sitting here week four and he's got six sacks and I'll be, you know, a fucking idiot. But I'm just not high on this guy. So, so I called him a decent player because I don't think he's going to be a bust. I, I believe that he's going to be a decent player in the NFL. I think he's going to be along the lines of that, you know, maybe six to eight sacks a year. Um, he's not going to break into double digits very much. He's not going to really blow p- people away. It's not like Chase Young out there. It's not like, you know, one of the Bosa brothers or, or, or why it's not, he's not on that level in my eyes. Um, but we'll see, you know what I mean? It's it, he's, he's going to be somebody who's, who's fun to watch. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to go through there and I'm excited to watch him and this team. I, I like your over bet there because I'm excited to watch this team take two games from our next team that we have coming up, which is the bears, 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 the bears. They stink, Kyle. This team stinks. No, listen, I mean, no rebuttal. <laughs> I mean, gosh, they, they lost. Everybody, anybody that that had any semblance of being an NFL starter is gone from Detroit. Uh, Khalil Mack, gone. Akeem Hicks, gone. I mean, you know, Allen Robinson, gone. Where where does any production come from? So, I want you to, I want to take you on a little little ride here. I love because, rides because there's a. I'm there's not tall a, enough to ride them all, but I love them. Yeah, that's that's okay because you know what, you don't have to be anywhere over five foot to ride this one. There's a there's a thing a a, a term that's been coined, and it's called Moneyball, mm-hmm. and this is utilizing, you know, advanced stats and 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 things of those nature, in order to have a team outplay its projections by a lot. Usually, these are guys who were throwaways that you basically mold together into a Picasso painting of sorts that just kind of fit perfectly. This is not that fucking thing. (laughs) This does not work in football. There's way too little games. 17 games, 16 before this, but 16, 17 games is not enough to do that. You cannot bring a team together in the National Football League in, in in that way. Listen, when you're playing fucking baseball and there's 472 games a year, you know what I mean? You can you can lynch off a couple 20 of them 
You know what I mean? Great. Yeah, we, we got fucking 22 game streak. Ooh, yeah. Well, you didn't do dick with it. So that doesn't work in football. Yeah, I mean, at all. Danny Trevathan gone. Jakeem Grant gone. Deion Bush, Artie Burns. I mean, anybody with any skill is gone. And you know what I don't understand is that this team, quote unquote, has their quarterback of the future, right? They, this I, team I has who they believe is going to be, you know, in, in fields who that they believe is going to be the, the, the next coming. You know what I mean? The, the second coming. This guy's the next Russell Wilson. This guy's the one that's going to bring us to the promised land. Well, you fucking gave away everybody and let everybody walk that could help the kid. Yeah, I mean, the only notable that I see, what, Sam Mustafer, Golden Domer? I mean – <laughs> would, would that name stick out to anybody else but a Notre Dame fan? I probably not. Um, no, they they brought in um, Byron Pringle, who's a a cast off from Kansas City. Um, I mean, David Montgomery is going to be the one running back there. Um, Robert Quinn on the defensive side, he's holding out. Uh, you know, and, and he had a a fantastic year last year. Yeah, so, he I wants mean, nothing to do with this team. No, I, I don't blame him. I, I'd want out too. So, mm-hmm. like th- this team is terrible. And here's the issue is is defensively they're not they're not a bad team. Like but they're, like you, but they're not the Bears from last year and they're certainly not the Bears of no, yesteryear. No, 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 no. No, you're not you're not there, but if if you were decent on offense, right? And and you really believe. And and let's not say you believe, but let's say you're right. Let's say Justin Fields is the quarterback of the future. This guy you know is 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 reading defenses and he's moving the ball over the place and he looks great, right? Well, then you're sitting there and you're going, okay, well, we'll feel pretty good. We can build the offense around him. And, you know, if he plays well, maybe we can get a, you know, a free agent to come in. You lost Allen Robinson, which hurts. I mean, you don't have anybody close on this, on this roster who can even come close to being anything what Allen Robinson was. Cole Komet as the, you know, as the tight end is go decent. Irish. Yes. Another, another Dermer. Um, but he's decent. But when you start going through, I mean, the, the fourth wide receivers is Nikhil Harry, a, a, a first round boss from the Patriots. I mean, this is the guy who's going to see field time on this team, especially if, if Velas Jones jr. Doesn't really pan out, which I know everybody's <laughs> really open for. Or Daz Newsome. Yeah. Yeah. God forbid fucking, Dante Pettis of of fucking 2007 doesn't fucking come around. Hey, look at this wide receiver number eight, Chris Fink, Notre Dame. Yeah, and and you got EQ on this team too, man. This is just like a. Do you think the GM is a Notre Dame fan and he's trying to assemble, you know, the castoffs? It's either that or he he got a a call from Brady Quinn beforehand and and said, hey, listen, who the fuck do I? pay money to and brady just gave him you know roster printouts from their name for the past seven years who's gonna take veteran minimal contracts <laughs> all of these guys I think. yeah good and and me too coach if you if you want me out here you know which don't get me wrong i'd rather see him out there than fucking nathan peterman is my third fucking string jesus christ oh he really is you're not joking yeah you got trevor simeon and and, and nathan peterman jab backing up justin Fields. so so this is fucked this entire offense is fucked. When you go to the defense side, I, you know, Robert Quinn's very, very good. Very, very good. But everybody else on that defensive line is very mediocre. Um, but when you move to the 
when you start moving to the next levels, this team is 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 very very good. I mean, Rokon Rokon Smith is a stud, and I was hoping, really hoping that the Eagles were going to make some sort of move for him. Now it seems like you know by drafting uh, uh, the the kid in the third round that they got um, from Georgia. It seems like they might have just got their prototypical Roquan Smith, so they might not sure. need him in in Nicobe Dean. But I I think that with Roquan there, you got Adams and Morrow next to him who are decent players. Um, you know, but when you get to that that all the way deep area, when you when you got Brisker and Jackson back there, both those guys are really good. So maybe you can hide the corners a little bit. Maybe you can help, you know, here and there. They are they're a ways away, but man, if if you could put, you know, next next year if if you if 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 Justin Fields works out, and next year you could draft, you know, a really good defensive end and a wide receiver, and and pay a corner to come in, because you're gonna have money. This team next year looks pretty decent. I mean, they have decent bones, but this isn't Moneyball. This yeah. isn't this isn't going to 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 look good when you got Duke Shelley out there trying to trying to stop Justin Jefferson. You know what yeah, I mean? I don't, know, I don't know who Duke Shelley is, but um, you got you know two 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 rookies in the secondary. You know Brisker and Gordon slated in the the starting yeah. spot. I mean that is asking a lot of a secondary, especially yeah. with a a front four that probably you know if there's no Quinn, probably won't be getting much pressure. So and that's that's a big thing too. Is is you you need to sell this to Robert Quinn that, you know, this is going to be a, a rebuild year and you're probably going to end up trading him. Right. Because you're going to need you. I mean, he's, he's certainly worth something. Yeah. So I mean, 18 and a half sacks and 17 tackles for loss last year. I mean, the guy yeah. is, he's a freak show, but yeah. You know, does he want to waste another year of productivity in Chicago, I no, I, and I think yeah. that's exactly what he's stating here. So, yeah. so like, I mean, Ricky, you're going to get good stuff for him. You're going to get a say, nice package. Yeah, Ricky Waters for who for what? Yeah, right, yeah, hundred so, percent. Hey, if if uh, Robert Quinn, if you're listening, man, I, I hope you have a, a safe landing spot wherever it is, and you're on a playoff team. I mean, that's that's what we hope for you here in Out of Bounds because it's not happening in Chicago. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and you deserve it. You deserve I agree. it. You play your balls off for a shit team. You deserve yeah. it. So. What's what's intriguing here is their win total is set the same as the Lions, and this looks like two teams going in opposite directions. Uh, six and a half. Now it is really juiced uh, to the under. Under six and a half is minus one fifty. Over plus one twenty five. Man, if I had to take a stab here, gun to my head, I'm taking that under. Yeah, I, I listen. I think you're dead on there as well. Um, I, I'm not touching this over with your dick. So thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I wouldn't do that to you. So, listen, you are 100% right. These teams are going in opposite directions. Um, the fact that they have the same win total is baffling to me. I mean, you, we just we just walked through their through their entire rosters here, and it's not close. I mean, I know Detroit doesn't have a lot on the defensive side of the ball, but their offense is better than the entirety of the Chicago Bears roster. The, the pieces that they have, I mean, that that team's going to play hard, and they're going to and they're young and they're fun and they're fiery. This team is like, I, it's it's like a USFL roster has has switched over. This I feel like this is the Birmingham Stallions, and I'm the, and I'm watching them. 
Yeah, the Stallions might stand a chance against this team. They really might. I mean, this is if if we're betting men, which we are. We are. I mean, this is this is my pick for the worst team in football this year. Yeah, uh, Arch in the book club had put uh, you know a, a, the the prop for worst record in the NFL, and the Bears were not even the favorite for this, but they were fourteen to one to have the worst record in the NFL, and I think that is a play. I, I agree, and um, that's that's where I'm I'm going as well. I think that you know if 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 you can get fourteen to one on this, there isn't very many um, rosters that are much worse than this throughout the NFL. I mean, Let, let's just everywhere do it. has. Let's drop a unit on it. Let's just do it. I'm in. I'm in. Done. Every, every every team has some sort of redeeming quality in the NFL. I mean, even with Jacksonville, you have. On offense, right? That you're expecting is going to be better. Well, we'll see, in, we'll see in a couple of weeks when we get to it. That's true. That's that's called foreshadowing. But yeah, I mean, listen, it's every team has some sort of redeeming quality. There isn't one here. I mean, this team, this team could be in shambles. This could be, um, you know, a a zero win team this year. I mean, if 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 the Lions sniff half of their potential that we think that they have on offense. I mean, they're going to, they're going to double these guys. They're, they're going to take both games from them. The Packers aren't losing to this team. You think Aaron Rodgers is going to lose to this fucking team? No way. You think an eight o'clock, you know, Sunday night football game and, you know, starting at eight 40, you think Aaron Rodgers is going to lose primetime to Justin Fields? Fuck no. It's not happening. So. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, diving into this a little bit, I think, with a team like this, I think Justin Fields is going to be running for his life. And that is why um, his rushing total, like we, we had talked about in the, uh, the NFC preview show, I am all over the, the rushing total over here. And that there's no way that doesn't cash unless he gets dead. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and, you know, there's going to be a lot of other uh, bets that, that we put in um, that, that we don't talk about that we find value in over the next, you know, over the next couple of weeks. And uh, if, if you want to 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 know all of those bets that we're putting in uh, I know that if you've been listening you love the future so far because they're so damn good and if you want some more you got to join the book club um, we've really been doing a lot of work over there and um, you know I I know that your your racing stuff has been killing it uh, and and we always have you know other guys in there arch and and panther and, and max and, and saxy all all making really good picks saxy was dead on with that with that home run derby, man, he, he was he, man. Oh, I know he liked Schwarber, but you know, that, after we he got, threw that, man, he was. We had some on. nice live ads. I don't want to toot my own horn, but uh, toot toot. We had Schwarber yeah. under thirty eight and a half. We had uh, huge. Yeah, we had a couple live hits on Soto. Uh, that was a unanimous uh, bet between you and I, Kyle. We we doubled yes. down on Soto at two to one, and uh, we had. Man, we had all kinds of stuff. I, I think we were four and one on live ads for the just the yeah. home run derby, just the, all the guys sitting there bullshitting, and uh, we made some money. So, yeah, yeah and that's something club. that you're not going to get here. You're only going to get that on the book club. So that's what I was saying, basically. Um, you know, you, you got to get in there because I believe an hour before, an hour before then, before the, the the home run derby, I said, listen, we're looking mm-hmm. at a we're looking at a a, a a a headline here, which is the future of baseball in. Rodriguez versus the most eligible bachelor in baseball, which is on Soto. I said, that's the headline that, that the MLB wants to push here. And 
it was exactly the final. And then I told, you know, put it in there. Yep. Soto's going to win this thing too, because he had to, he had to, he had to, you know, Panther actually alluded to it. He had to show everyone that his his value is, is there. You know what I mean? That he is that guy. And, you know, that's what he did. So, but, but we were, man, we were sharp. Um, you know, I, I want to put a little shout out to um, Mark Costa, who's who's a guy who's been reaching out to me, um, you know, in Twitter. He, he listens every every single you know show that we have. And he's been listening to the Dean Jang guys for years. Um, he recently said to me that, you know, he's he's been thinking about getting the book club. But now's the time. So, Mark, I appreciate you being a fan and, and reaching out to us. And, and, you know, you know, now's the time, buddy. Now's the time. Get on in here. 25 beans a month and we'll pay for that in day one so you pop in there say what's up we'll get it paid for absolutely Uh, but yeah man so that was the nfc north out of bounds style i'm uh phil and this is kyle bingo any any other uh any other thoughts that that's it man we'll be back uh on on friday um tentative date uh, Friday with with another NFC division that we're gonna that we're gonna blow through. We're, we're gonna get through all these guys, break break them all down. So the next one will be uh, I, I I believe we're gonna move to the NFC South next. Oh, so, that's yeah. news to me, but I love yeah. it. Yeah, well I threw that one on you. You know what I yeah. mean? So yeah, but I'm a professional man. I'm handling it with 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 great enthusiasm. So yeah. whatever division you just said, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. Listen, if there's one thing we're ready to do, it's fucking talk. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.